Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Success always leaves clues. So find the people who have done it, figure out how they've done it. Uh, There's... Internet has made life much easier. There's enough information floating around. There's no reason for anybody to be not able to find the information on the things that they are trying to achieve or the goals that they have in mind. This is Property Investory, where we talk to successful property investors to find out more about their stories, mindset and strategies. I'm Tyron Shum and in this episode on Property Investory, we're continuing the conversation with IT professional and rent investor Jazz Sidana. You'll discover the best way to pay off your mortgage and how educating yourself early will help you reap the rewards later. Since the beginning of his property journey, his mindset has also shifted. Yeah, actually, the mindset has changed completely. When I started, I said uh, I bought a block of land, uh, hoping that I'll build my house on it, and then uh, it will take me the rest 30 years to pay it off. But in reality, uh, after selling that block and buying the next house, um, uh, within the first three to four years, I was able to bring that fair bit down by just sort of putting money into it constantly and uh, spending less on traveling and all. Although I used to travel a fair bit, but still relatively, I could have done more traveling, but I decided to pay off my house quicker. And uh, that I was able to bring the debt down pretty quickly. And from there, it was like, oh yeah, it, they could now the debt's gone now and equity's gone up. So let's, let's go and reinvest in that space. But in these challenging times when properties are worth about $1 million on average, how do you pay off such a large debt? Compounding is gen- genuinely the eighth wonder of the world and it does work very well. If you if you start paying off your house quickly and if the price keeps going up, I mean, million dollar, it's, it's property is never going to be easy to buy. Australia is a very sought sort after of place. Population is growing constantly. So it's, 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 a, it's a dream if you think that the property prices are going to crash or that property is going to be affordable or government is going to be able to do something for you. You just need to save for your deposit. How will you do that? Spend less on travel or spend less on coffee, whatever that is. Uh, you just have to save for that deposit and get into it. And from there, it's for the first few years, it will be hard, uh, but it just sort of kicks in after that. It's, honestly, it's not that complicated. It's just knowing your numbers and making sure that you stick, truly stick to them and don't spend too much money on everything else. Just try and save a little bit. And uh, if you already have a house, just try and pay off that quicker or go and reinvest if you've got enough equity already in it. Or otherwise, just try and save money for the deposit. If you're hoping that, uh, that yeah, there's, there, there's been stamp duty changes now and uh, yeah, you don't need to pay stamp duty, but you still need to 
save enough deposit. So it's it's you just have to do it. No one else is going to do it for you. Unless you've got wealthy parents, then it's easier. While there is never a set percentage that Sadana sets aside to save for property expenses, he does implement a specific plan to achieve this. What I've tried to do uh, all this time is, and it holds uh, to date true, is that I've always tried to live on one salary, although both of us were earning all the time. But I've, all the expenses, we always try to, including the mortgage repayments, we always try to uh, cover up all the expenses out of one salary, one person's salary, and then try and save the other. So that that's the motto that I've always lived on, that it's 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 all, only one person working in the house, not the other, Whether because my wife currently, as an example, is on maternity leave. So uh, that's, uh, the way I've structured my expenses or the way I uh, set my living standards is basically that I can live on single income always, essentially. And every, anything else just goes off to, towards paying the mortgage. See, the thing is, there's always going to be times in life where uh, either one person is made redundant or you're on maternity leave or something else has happened, health issues or whatever, uh, that you're not able to work. So you're always going to control, you always want to control your expenses over there and try and live within the means. Uh, and if you can do that, if both of you are working um, and if, if one person can at least save the money, that that's pretty good. I, I, I actually paid off my house last year. And uh, it was like the, the, there's far too much equity sitting in. And then I went and bought two properties again interstate this time. So, yeah, I think that's the best way of doing it. One of the best things that have helped Sadana with his property investing journey is following the advice of other successful people. Success always leave, leaves clues. So find the people who have done it, figure out how they've done it. Uh, there's... Internet has made life much easier. There's enough information floating around. There's no reason for anybody to be not able to find the information on the things that they are trying to achieve or the goals that they have in mind. So as an example, I'm trying to fill, uh, build up a 20 million portfolio or 10 million portfolio. I, I, I look at only people who have actually done that and then try and figure out how they have done it and try even get in touch with them. Uh, and see if they can give me any guidance, advice. And there's plenty of ways these days to easily get connected to the people. Use social media, Facebook, LinkedIn. You can easily get in touch with these people. And generally you'll find is the people who are successful, they are willing to give away. So they, they will give you, they will share information, they'll share knowledge. Sadana shares more about the six properties he has invested in over the years, which now makes up his expanding portfolio. So the first three are actually located in the um, within within sort of 10 kilometers radius to each other, and that's towards the southeast of Melbourne, which is Barrick. Uh, and the first one that I purchased was for 287, and currently it's close to 600 roughly. Um, the second one that I was purchased was for 307, and that's close to, I mean, conservatively, it's probably close to 570-ish. Uh, the third one that I purchased was my uh, house, principal place of residence again, a bigger house that I live in. And that was in 2012 that I purchased it. Uh, when the market was at rock bottom, I purchased it for 436 Today, it's probably worth 700 k And uh, fourth one I was uh, that I purchased now, uh, this, this is the time when I decided to branch out because I, I, I had enough knowledge and I was comfortable to invest in property that I decided to branch out of the uh, backyard and invest in other suburbs. So I uh, bought in Frankston, which was in 2013, and I purchased that for 340 
and today it's again closely close to it's anywhere between six to six twenty. It sits in that area has actually done really really well, uh, and it's a decent sized block backs a golf course, um, so it had few uh, good wins to it. And uh, the fourth one, sorry, the fifth one that I purchased was um, in Queensland. It's in Springwood, which is about 20 kilometers from the CBD. And uh, that I bought for 415 it was. And then I spent roughly 10K to renovate it. It's currently, it's probably worth about 450, 460 after, after doing the renovations. So the rent on that before renovations was roughly around uh, 3 70, 380 after renovation, it was about 410 per week. And 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 the last one is actually in Adelaide, which is uh, which is a house and uh, it's in Christie's Beach. And uh, that one I bought for 315, and I can actually knock that house down and put four units on it if I really want to. But I'm not going to do that straight away. And maybe in another few years, once it's gone up a little bit. Uh, and plus, I've got uh, my. I said my wife's on maternity leave. We sort of uh, busy within with the family, so I don't want to focus on that stuff right now. But in a few years' time, I will. With the potential to either subdivide or add value to most of his properties, he explains how he could go about it. And most of the purchases that are made are very traditional side, uh, traditional style purchases, which is house and land kind of thing. But with a with a very old house uh, and a decent size block, and majority of them except. Number third that I bought, which was again a bigger house that I plan to live in down the line again, um, all the other ones pretty much can be at some point knocked down and subdivided and put two or three units on it, depending upon what the uh, what the regulation council regulations are at the time. It's not a house and land package that I'm buying. It's generally um, a, a older house which has got either which where some improvements can be made or where the block size is decent enough that can be subdivided or if I knock it down, I can put multiple units. Like the one that I bought in Queensland recently, it's a corner block. It's right opposite to a school. Uh, regulations over there are changing. Zoning is changing constantly. So uh, I'll be able to, within the next couple of years, I will be able to put at least easy. Oh, well, I can do that today. Uh, but uh, today I can put two units onto it if I, if, I, if I knock the house down or I can just put a granny flat without knocking the house down. But if I was to knock the house down within two, uh, three or four years, I'll actually be able to put two or three units on it depending upon what the regulations are at the time. Coming up after the break, we'll delve further into Sedana's property investing strategy I was being very careful when I was building it that I can actually add some value to it down the line at the same time. How educating himself on finance benefited him in the long term? My wife, she's a chartered accountant. Uh, she's not a tax accountant, she's a chartered accountant. So a little bit I was able to learn from her of how the tax returns are done, what the depreciation schedule is, the basic stuff I mean. And that's next. I'm Tyrone Shah and you're listening to Property Investory. Hey podcast listeners, are you enjoying listening to these stories and want more? Then head over to propertyinvestory.com and subscribe to receive your free property case studies that I only send exclusively via email. Just one of the many benefits of being part of this community. These real case studies are from experienced property investors where they share specific numbers of their portfolio, their strategies and much more. Simply visit propertyinvestory.com to get your free case studies. Now back to the show. 
So, what has been the strategy behind Sedana's portfolio, enabling him to be able to achieve what he has so far? The way it was started was I wanted to build a base portfolio which can from there on grow itself. I, I was trying to build a ground port, a base portfolio over there, which is which is these six properties. Uh, but when I say the base portfolio, I was being very careful when I was building it that I can actually add some value to it down the line at the same time. And now that that's done, I'm more heading towards, uh, and I've got enough equity sitting in place. I'm more heading towards uh, uh, either buying a block of units where there's two or three or four units in a block that I and I can buy the whole block, or uh, heading towards development uh, rather than just buy and hold strategy, which is this base portfolio essentially. But this, even even with this base portfolio, I know I can I can I can uh, make changes to it and generate equity out of it essentially. Having such a well thought out strategy, it took a gradual education for Sadana to get to the stage where he could utilize and benefit from it. I have been constantly listening to all the podcasts that come out or um, I'm always on the Sky Business Channel at night, like I at least spend two hours. If I'm not able to, I'll record the shows and watch it over the weekend or whatever uh, for uh, related to property and shares. Uh, I'm constantly every day reading financial review to see what's happening with the economy. So as I said, it's not just the property game, it's also the numbers game, which is the uh, which is where the interest rates are heading, where the economy is heading. So it's important to understand that as well. Uh, and I, I actually genuinely do spend at least an hour, at least an hour a day, just get, uh, catching up with all the stuff that's happening in the economy, with the interest rates, economy, um, uh, RBN news, if it, there's any RBN news that are coming out, if there's unemployment or employment news, or the ABS data that's coming out, basically. So all of that, I do spend a lot of time on that, essentially. It's a, it's funny, finding the property is not hard. That's the easy part. It's, it's understanding what's happening in the economy, which areas to invest in, where the infrastructure is heading towards. That's more tricky. I think. To learn more about finance, an important aspect of investing, he sought help from accountants and other trusted experts. One thing I've been lucky is that uh, my wife, she's a chartered accountant. Uh, she's not a tax accountant, she's a chartered accountant. So a little bit I was able to learn from her of how the tax returns are done, what the depreciation schedule is, the basic stuff, I mean. And the more advanced stuff, basically setting the structures up, whether the property needs to be cross-collateralized or not, all of that stuff that was more sitting with few tax accountants out there or with the people who have not not I won't call them mentor, but because I've never had a mentor, but uh, taking advice from people who have got much bigger portfolios, whether it's 10 million, 20 million, uh, speaking to them, uh, listening to them constantly and uh, um yeah, but mean it's 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 putting the right team in place around you of uh, whether you want to call them mentors or if you if you just follow someone uh, in uh, in terms of reading news and all if there's a particular economist and then uh, having a right bank lending manager or right mortgage broker which I think is very important actually to have in place because they should be able to guide you of. Uh, they should be able to understand your need, what your needs are, where you're trying to head to, and put from the very start, try and put the structure in place accordingly. Uh, so for me, I was lucky at the time, the bank that I was dealing with, uh, lending manager was pretty smart. I built up a relationship with him. Then I've led down the line, I found a mortgage broker, a good mortgage broker, so I had built up a relationship with them. I've got a very good relationship with our accountant who's actually in Sydney, and I'm in Melbourne. 
So I don't uh, I, I, I don't look at the same state. Wherever I find the right person, I just go ahead with it. Like my lending manager is sitting in Queensland. My accountant is in Sydney. Uh, my um, all the depreciations that I'm done getting done from uh, are, are, are basically in Victoria. But and uh, for the property valuations and all, I constantly have got uh, agents advising me on that stuff. So it's 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 you really need to build the right team over there, which is the core, and that's also another hard part. So, what personal habit has contributed to Sadana's success? Lot of lot of reading, lot of reading, and lot of reading. To be honest, uh, whether it's fi- whether it's financial review, whether it's uh, 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 property magazine, money magazines, whatever, or, or there's uh, different kind of books, what it takes, or think think and grow rich, extreme money, that kind of stuff. So uh, that that apart from having the right team in place, it's it's just educate yourself as much as you can. He would recommend these books and resources to read to gain insight into the strategy that is right for you. I, I'm not a big fan of any one book, but I have read few myself, like Mark Burris, What It Takes, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon, Extreme Money by Satyajit Das. So there's quite a few of them. Uh, Intelligent Investor, which Warren Buffet always shares about. So there, there are quite a few books. It's just you need what you need to do is you need to grab few of them and start reading to see what resonates with you because every person is different. Every person's strategy is different. So try a few different things over there, reading different kind of books uh, or different kind of magazines or newspaper. But don't read the gossip newspapers, which is the Age or SMH. They 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 purely there for gossip. Read some true stuff. Um, and Financial Review is a good paper to read and some of these books and then see what what really resonates you. If he were to meet himself 10 years ago, what would he say? See, the thing is, I migrated to this country, so I didn't have enough knowledge or anyone who who could guide me on the path. So it took me a bit of time. Well, first of all, it took me... Uh, I was 25, 26 when I got my citizenship, so it it, it was a although it wasn't really late when I got started, but still I could have started a bit early. But that wasn't even a choice for me or option for me. So if I if I knew different sources from where I could educate myself at the time, again that's the same thing that I'm repeating. I know broken record I'm sounding like now, but if I could have, <laughs> but if I but if if I could have found that information before, I would have straight away been on it completely like uh, these days all i do is i don't really care about what area i'm going to buy invest next or what sort of property i'm going to buy or what shares i'm going to buy none of that all i just try and do is educate myself predict what's going to happen in the economy next whether it's with the gdp growth or whether it's with the interest rate or what whether it's with the inflation and see if if i if what i'm guessed over there is right or not so as said like i fixed most of my 80 percent of my portfolio um at, at the at the time when the rates were at rock bottom, so that was a that was an educated guess that I made. It's always a guess at the end of the day. No one's got a crystal ball, but that was an educated guess that I made, and that worked out pretty well for me. I mean, they fixed at the lowest rate right now for the next five years, so I don't even have to worry about anything. Yeah, well, you, you've got yourself set, so you can easily either pay more off and, and build more equity up, or you know keep investing, which sounds like that's where you're heading, which is fantastic. Yeah, and now I'm just trying to fast track things a little bit. I said the base portfolio has been laid laid out. Now I'm just trying to fast track things a little bit. Now that I've got equity, the the challenge that I'm finding right now is uh, making sure that I find if I if I'm gonna go into uh, joint venture projects, I, I'm trying to find the right uh, like-minded people over there. Uh, 
who think alike and who have got a certain goal. Uh, and uh, we, we share our goals over there. So that's the challenging part that I'm facing right now. I've got the equity. I've got the knowledge. It's just finding the right. Because with the, with the bigger, as I, as I start doing the bigger deals, it's, it's just going to be, uh, uh, that, that's the challenge that I face now. This is also what he's most excited about at this point in his property journey, being in the position to invest more and continue the cycle. It's just the situation that I'm in. I'm pretty happy. Like I'm now, uh, now I'm a little bit more. Uh, I won't say the word relaxed is not the right word, but I'm pretty happy in the uh, in the situation that I am in currently, where I've, I've, my portfolio is 60 to 65 percent year, and I've got enough equity over there. My house, as I said, I more or less paid off, but that, but then I decided to took some money out of it and invest more. So I'm pretty happy the the situation that I am in right now, and uh, I really just wanna. Uh, fast track things from here honestly don't yeah and honestly to all the people who are listening out there don't pro- don't procrastinate too much just decide that you want to do it start educating yourself and set the right team around you it will just happen if you find the right like-minded people or the people who you um, admire or want to be like just as I said success leaves clue just follow them there's always enough information out there and it will happen if you are if you're committed to you if you're committed to it it's going to happen no matter what if you'd like to connect with Jazz Sadana to find out more about his strategy you can do so through anyone anyone who wants to hit me they can hit me on the facebook basically my 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 facebook handle is j a z sidana s i d for delta a and for nally a for Apple, Jazz Sidana. So you can find me on Facebook and uh, I'm more than happy to share the knowledge or discuss anything in general if, if anyone's keen about anything. So, Thank you to Jazz Sidana, our guest on this episode of Property Invest Story. If you want to hear more about his journey, then visit our website at propertyinvestory.com. Simply type in the search bar Jazz Sedana and select that episode to learn more about his story. Also, if you haven't subscribed to receive your free property case studies that I only send exclusively via email, you can text me your email address to 0499881040 to subscribe. These real case studies are from experienced property investors where they share specific numbers of their portfolio, the strategies and much more. Simply text me your email address to 0499881040 to get your free case studies. Thanks for listening.